0: Uh, what's up episode number four finally we're back at it. I know sorry I've been MIA for a little bit. Um, I know I promised I'd have a guest today too but life kind of happened and we weren't really able to link up but that's definitely in the works. I have a couple people lined up for the future so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about everything that's going on. Uh, I'm going to have some hats again for sale soon. I have an order in if you are interested in those you'll find them on my IG page. I have my website coming. It's gonna drop soon. There's a lot of different things going on uh, that that I'm excited about. Um, but for for today's episode, um, we're just gonna kind of dive right in because I'm kind of crunched for time as always. We're gonna talk about attitude and leadership on the back half for the bow hunting side. We're gonna talk about turkey hunting. So this past weekend, I had the opportunity to go to a church retreat. It's called the Man Up Retreat. So I go to it every year. My dad cooks there. And every year it's just kinda like a you know, a guy's night out, pretty much. We go to Camp Conoquy uh, way back in the in the woods, in the middle of nowhere. And we kinda just get away from the world. Uh it's a great it's a great time to, to be with like minded people who are coming together, um, trying to build a stronger relationship with each other and with Christ and um the whole idea to me is uh, it's kind of about you know getting away and kind of refocusing on not only Christ but what you have going on in your life and how you can how you can um, become a better person how you can man up with what's going on because we all know life's not fair uh, we know that. We understand that we talk about that everybody gets that so the man up retreat one thing I took away anytime anytime I listen to a speaker speak now that I have this podcast I really try and and incorporate kind of their their views and their beliefs um kind of in in my own words into my own into my own thoughts of if it's something that you know one of you guys can take away and turn it into a positive or if it'll help you guys get through whatever you know that's kind of my goal with this so What I was able to take away from the speakers who spoke there uh, had a lot to do with attitude, and it made me think about my own life and how my own attitude um, sometimes get in the way of what I want to do. You know, attitude is a funny thing. You know, it, it for me. You know, I my wife will tell you I have a good attitude, but it's something that I. I struggle with. And I don't think I really realized that until I went to the retreat. You know, it's easy to fall into into a bad place with your attitude because it's easy to, to kind of have that woe is me, that, you know, it's not fair, you know, this guy screwed me over, you know, all those all those different things, or he doesn't like me, or I couldn't tell you how many times I've heard that in my life. You know, I was having a conversation with a guy the other day in the gym, and he was talking about this job, and he kept saying, "Oh, I got screwed over. You know, this guy didn't like me, or you know, he don't like me, so I didn't get I didn't get that full time job." Or, come on, man. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's true. I don't know, but come on. You know, let's let's be real. You know your attitude is everything. I can I can sit there in five minutes and tell you, oh man, this guy's a bad attitude, I and mean, this guy's a victim. You know, I so going to this retreat, hearing about this this attitude, this faith for the long haul. I just I really I really sat back and was able to reflect on what I have gone off. You know, my own life, and I don't this this past month really has just been a whirlwind of of different you know things happening, and it's not. It hasn't been easy to balance them all, you know. It really hasn't. And uh, you know, if you're like me too, you're 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 getting up and you're sore and you're tired. And you're not sleeping good, and you got a million things you got to get done in the day. And you know, there's there's just pressures on you to do different things, and there's a lot of pressure you put on yourself, you know, to be successful and, and to to drive yourself forward and to keep moving and to keep chasing and keep dreaming. You know, all the, all these things. All these things fall under, you know, how, what your attitude looks like. You know, it falls under that category of, are you going to be a victim today? Or are you gonna Are you gonna wake up and, and crush it? Are you gonna wake up and crush everything. That's pretty much what it comes down to. And your attitude is the number one thing. You know, if you don't matter if you're having a bad day, you wake up, put the wrong foot forward, get out of bed on the wrong side. If you have the right attitude, the right mindset, you're going to be able to crush whatever you have going on. Whatever it is, I don't care if you're tired, I don't care if you're sick, I don't care if you're sore, your back hurts, got bills to pay, whatever. You know, that that attitude is going to carry you, promise you. The attitude will carry you through the day, it'll carry you through the week, it'll carry you through your life. You know, and I'm not saying, I'm not sitting here, don't be misled preaching to you because I have a I have a perfect attitude. I don't. I'll t- I'm the f- first guy to raise my hand and say, Yeah, I screw up. I struggle. You know, the other day I was I was I hadn't slept hardly at all. I, I had to run. You know the marathon's coming up. Um uh, I'm putting in heavy miles now. I'm trying to I'm trying to lift, do all this stuff. You know, the bathroom was a mess. We're finally getting everything together. My attitude was just it was just awful. It was just awful. You know, I was still working hard, trying to stay positive, do different things, but my attitude was just, man. So I went to this retreat, you know, we're sitting there, and that's all I could think about is, man, you have a bad attitude. You You need to turn your attitude around. Attitude, attitude, attitude. It's important, guys. You know, it's such a simple thing. And I think it gets overlooked so many times that even, you know, even by, you know, some of the greatest people out there, I'm sure that they struggle with their attitude every now and then. But to understand it, to understand that if you can change your attitude for the better, I think that that will really help you in the long run. I know, I know it's going to help me. It's something that I have focused on before. And I don't know whether I just kind of let it slip or what, but after hearing the retreat, man, I'm I'm really excited just to have a new attitude and just, um, you know, staying positive and just and just really going out there to crush everything. So I don't know, man. I guess I guess uh, your attitude, if anything. Will carry you through all the hard times. So just keep that in the back of your mind. This is going to segue me into the next point, um, which is leadership. Leadership is a funny thing, man. I think that everybody has leadership qualities inside them, and I say that because you know we talk about this a lot. But every single person in this world is unique. There isn't another person out there like you. There isn't. So your ideas, your values, your beliefs, your decision making, all these different things that go on, you know, in your own mind, those are unique to you. So why why wouldn't you be able to lead with them? You know, some people are shy, they're timid, or whatever. I don't think you have to be a raw, raw guy to be a leader. You know, you might be sitting back there thinking, man, I can't lead. I you know, I'm not I'm not special. No, man, you are special. You're unique. Everybody, everybody has leadership qualities inside them, man. God didn't make any mistakes. You know, he put you on this earth for a reason. You're here for a reason. You know, you have, you have a design purpose. So you can't sit here and tell me if you have a design purpose for your life that you, that you can't lead. It doesn't even make sense to me. You know, every every person has leadership qualities. And I think the first thing you have to do kinda when you're when you're realizing that, you know, there might be things going on in your life where where you have opportunities to lead, to step out, you know, and, and kinda make a difference, uh, in the world around you, the first thing you're gonna realize is you're gonna have to step outside of your comfort zone to do that. You know, it's not gonna be easy. There's gonna be different things going on and you're gonna be uncomfortable. And that's a good thing. You know, being uncomfortable and growing is a, is a good thing. You know, I I can't really sit here and tell you that um, I know what I'm doing on this podcast. This is episode number four. But I will tell you that it has been an uncomfortable thing for me. And I think ever since, you know, I've kind of started this whole journey, this whole dream chasing, you know, it's just work mantra that, it's really helped me grow as a as a person and as as an individual you know my wife will tell you if you can step outside your comfort zone I think you'll truly see you know I don't care what it what you're doing or or what it is you know everyone has that thing that makes them tick you know everyone has that comfort level where they're at in their life and kind of they understand what they're doing maybe they're going to work and they love their job you know they, they love their routines but if you could just step outside your comfort zone for a little bit and figure this world out figure out who you are as a person you know figure out these different opportunities that are coming in your life if you if you want to chase them if you want to fight for them or whatever it is man it, it'll be it'll be It'll be amazing just to see how far you'll be able to go and how far you'll be able to take yourself or your family or whatever it is you're trying to do. you know it's a funny thing to be outside your comfort zone and to be you know trying new things because I think the first thing that everyone realizes is that they're scared, and that's something that I dealt with I still deal with man you're afraid I haven't looked at my the analytics of this podcast. Um, but one time I did one time and after that I decided that I'm not gonna do it anymore I didn't want to get caught up in how many people are listening to it how many people are downloading it you know I, I don't want to know and part of me didn't want to know because I was scared to, to figure out man is this is this any good or do, do people really even care But the more I thought about it, the real reason why I didn't wanna know because it's not gonna stop me. If three people listen to this, and two of them are my parents, and one of them is my wife, I'm fine with that. I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna keep chasing this dream, this goal that I have. And if I help one person, whether it's my mom, my dad, my wife, my brother, whoever, whether I help one person with these, these podcasts, then I'm cool with that. Then I'm good. I'm doing something positive. I'm fighting for what I believe in. And I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to have a good attitude. And I'm going to keep continuing to grow, stepping outside my comfort zone. There's a leader inside all of us. you know. And it doesn't matter how you do it. Everyone leads in their own way. I think that really it comes down to the individual in terms of how you want to lead. But everyone... Has their own unique skill set, their own unique individualism. So don't be scared, man. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to step outside your comfort zone, to go away from your routines. I realized, you know, I was sitting back thinking about all the people that I surround myself with, and all the different, all the different people that I bring in and out of my life. My friends, my family, you know, whoever. And i I've, I've, I realize man that I am I am drawn to, to like minded people. I have a, a good buddy, a real good buddy that I've pr- you know, never felt closer with his name's Derek. So shout out D Rock, but um, I've never felt closer to Derek because Derek works a great job. He wakes up, goes to work, you know, he's very well respected at work. Makes a you know, makes good money. Derek could come home and he could sit on that paycheck and he could do nothing else. He could live off, he could live off what he makes for the rest of his life comfortably. You know, go on vacations, do what he wants to do comfortably, no problem. Man, but Derek hustles. Derek has all kinds of things he wants to do with his life. He he's wants he buying real estate. You know, he's a bow hunter. He does all kinds of different things, man he pushes himself and he doesn't have to he doesn't have to you know his routine could be you know wake up go to work come home chill on the couch pay my bills go on vacation You whatever know, whatever whatever he wanted to do he could do it but he doesn't man he works he grinds he wants more for his life Derek's a leader Derek's a leader man I and it just you know, I think about that, and I look at that, and I think, you know, well, how blessed I am to know people like Derek. But how fortunate, you know, we are as humans that we that we can use other people as resources like that. You know, I I I just I think we really have to pay attention to who we surround ourselves with because if their attitude is contagious. If our attitude is contagious and they rub off on us, and if you're if you need just that little push, that little extra, you know, hey man, let's do this, let's go after it, let's chase it, let's get it. You have somebody there for you like that, then you'll be so much better off. I, I can't tell you how many times you know I've thought about doing a podcast or I thought about trying to become, I don't know, a I was sponsored bow hunter or whatever how many times I sat back and said oh this is what I want to do this is what I want to do this is what I want to do and I never did anything for it I mean I'd work out I'd shoot my bow but i never I never put forth any effort into it other than that i mean i I feel so much better about myself now that i'm I'm out here chasing my dreams and fighting for something I believe in you know and I don't have I don't have a giant platform you know i'm not I'm not I didn't come from you know, well-known family. I don't have a million followers on social media. I don't have fifty elk kills hanging on my wall, and I don't have a freezer full of meat. I don't. But this is this is what I want to do. So I'm gonna fight for it, and I'm not. I'm not worried about what anybody else thinks. What anybody else says, you know, I, I want—I want my attitude to be contagious, and I want to be a leader. And these two things I pulled away from—from from the man up retreat, I—I can't. I can not i could not be more thankful for for listening to them to those speakers speak and for realizing, you know, this is something I need to take care of in my own life. So if you're struggling out there, if you have. Bad attitude, or, or, or whatever it is, man. Just realize that you can change your life with a better attitude. You can wake up, put the right foot forward, even when everything else is going wrong. Even when everything else is crashing around you, you can turn around with a good attitude. I promise you. I promise you that. You know, a lot of people message me and ask me um, kind of about motivation and what I do and just different things. And uh, one of the one of the things I think I'm always saying um, to people is that it's not, if you're if you're out there and you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to be motivated to chase your dreams or, or whatever it is you're trying to do, you know, I think the biggest thing to take away is that this is gonna be a lifestyle change. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna be something you do for four months and, and you forget about it or you know, I have this conversation with um, somebody a lot that I care about. You know, you can, you can get on a treadmill and, and diet and lose weight in four months. No problem. Or two weeks or two months or whatever it is. No problem. And that's easy. That's easy to do. But what's hard is to make it a lifestyle. You can't, you know, you got to be in this for the long haul. Not just for not just for you know this short amount of time. Some of the most w- well known people are the hardest workers out there because it's a lifestyle for them. They don't quit working when they make it to the dance. That's what got them there. So why would you stop? Keep working, keep grinding, man. It's the same it's the same thing with, with motivation, with why I run six days a week, why live five days a week? All all this all this stuff, man. It's the same, it's the same exact because it's a lifestyle. Chasing your you can't chase your dream for six months and quit and forget about it. it. Doesn't happen overnight. It's a lifestyle. You have to be in it for the long haul. Which was another point. Got the retreat was faith for the long haul. It's just like anything else, man you know you wanna make something happen you gotta chip away and I think if I were to describe myself um, a talent that I have you know I'm not I'm not that talented man I'm not and I was talking I was talking to my mom about this the other day you know my dad my dad is talented my dad is one of the smartest you know most incredible men on this planet and that's I'm not even kidding. he works at a nuclear power plant he could run it by himself. He understands how it all works how it all comes together. He you know then he comes home and he can he can build beautiful beautiful kitchen cabinets. he's amazing with wood he can plumb he can tear apart your engine. I couldn't tell you in my lifetime how many engines were apart in the garage growing up. I couldn't tell you and the funniest thing about that, was my man would just spread parts everywhere. You know how many parts are in an engine? Thousands. I couldn't, I can't put together a, a puzzle with 35 pieces. And my dad would have engines apart in the garage everywhere. Bolts, nuts, everything everywhere. You know, no book, no map to put them back together. And he could do it. He would rebuild the whole thing and he'd put it all back together like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. I mean the man is, is as talented as they come. You know, he is he is truly truly gifted. Things come to my father. I don't want to say easy because he is he's one of the hardest working, working men I've ever met in my life. This whole my whole thing is based off of him. It's just work. It's based off my father. But my man does things that nobody else can do with ease. He is talented. He is talented. For me, God man, I gotta work so hard. I gotta work so hard to figure things out. I you know I have a um, a guy I used to train with his name is Barry Mgey. He is a monster runner. He's a marathoner, you know, he's he's a good he's a real good guy, he's a motivator. And uh, you know, he's running fast. Fast miles right now. God, it took me, it took me months months and months to get under a 30-minute, a three-mile run. Months and months and months. I'm not special, guys. It's okay if you're not. You know, you don't have to be talented. The thing that I, the thing what I wanted to say, getting back to what I was talking about, my talent is I, I chip away. You know, I don't go away. I'm like that nagging mosquito, that nagging fly. I just keep coming back. I just keep buzzing around and coming back and coming back and coming back and chipping away and chipping away. You know, whenever I was balancing out my life in the, in the police academy and going to school and doing all this different stuff, I had a um, an advisor in school, my psychology advisor. You know, I would always go in there and talk to her. She was really down to earth. And she kinda understood me, which made life a lot easier. So I'd go in there and talk to her and and she told me something that stuck with me forever. You know, she looked at me and kinda we were look, going over my grades and everything and she was like, Look, she was like, I I don't really know how smart you are. That's what she told me. I don't really know how smart you are. She said, "But I've been around you long enough to understand that you get things done, and it might take you forever, you know, but you're always chipping away at things. So I think whatever you want to do, you put your mind to it and you go do it, Jake, and you'll figure it out because you'll 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 work at it until you figure it out. You'll chip away at it, and that's been me. That's been me my whole life. I've had to work so hard for anything I've ever anything I've ever accomplished in my life. I have had to work for it. Anything that you know." meant something to me you know growing up it was football and that's all that's all we did was we worked hard hard so it's okay if things don't come to you easy you know if you if you want to be a ballet dancer and you can't get up on your toes yet and it's not easy it might take you years look just chip away just keep fighting keep going keep scratching Eventually it will come It's okay if things don't happen for you overnight Do not be discouraged You know, be a leader Have a good attitude Focus on the lifestyle change for the long haul All these things which you need to do to be successful Promise you Promise you So That's why, I mean You'll see me, man Like I I just I don't lose sight of the end goal You know, just keep focusing Chip away, chip away, chip away. Even if you get better, just a little bit each day, just, just a little bit, it's going to make all a difference for you in the long run. All right, so we're uh, we're going to wrap this up, this first half. So um, we're going to get into to turkey hunting now. So if you want to hop off, thanks uh, for listening. As always, I appreciate it. Hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Hopefully we get some warm weather soon. But uh thanks and thanks and God bless. Alright. Turkey hunting. I'm uh I'm over two. I went turkey hunting two years. Last year I had the I had the broken leg, so I didn't really put a ton of effort into it. <laughs> it was pretty hard for me to walk, but um, I definitely got out there and got after it a little bit. I think um, obviously you're not hearing from a turkey hunting master after I told you I'm over too. but I think that uh, turkey hunting, what you have to understand if you're comparing it to deer hunting is that deer use their nose to smell. That's kind of their defense mechanism. So they're going to they're gonna be able to smell you. Like we talk about hunting downwind all the time. You know, you don't want a deer to wind you. That's As soon as he wins you or or the doe or whatever you're hunting, you know, you're you're in trouble. Well, turkey, you don't have to worry about that as much, but turkeys have eyesight, like mega eyesight. Um, Just this past fall, I was hunting, and uh, there's a time, there's a period of time where um, turkey overlaps with deer hunting, and you can actually shoot a bearded bird, um, like in the late fall. And I was up in a tree. I was I was, you know, white tail hunting. I was in a stand and uh I noticed some turkey coming up from my left. they were working up the hill. they were working a um pretty far around me. I didn't think I'd actually have a shot at them, but you know, I was sitting real still and I figured, you know, if they if they uh, if they cross cross my path, you know, I'll I'll put an arrow in one and i will have a lot of fun with it. So I'm sitting there and they're working up this hill and they don't they don't see me i'm kind of in a i'm in a tree stand but it's it's like a a tree that splits into three so there's like a almost like a clover and i'm sitting in the middle of it so i have good cover i'm, I'm pretty high up and these turkey they work what they do is they work left around me and there's these trees i have cover from and they work behind these trees and they start coming diagonally towards me so I'm thinking, hey, I mean, I might get a shot. So I grab my bow. You know, they're far enough away where I'm not, I'm not too, too worried about their sight because they're not really focused on, you know, in my direction or anything. So I grab my bow and I'm getting ready, and they start working closer and closer and closer and closer. So I'm thinking, okay, now I have a chance to draw. If I, if I, you know, if I can draw when they work behind this tree, might be able to get a shot. So they work probably. Oh, 60 yards to my left behind this tree there's three of them so you know I stand up real quiet they're all behind this tree it's a very large tree I think it's a giant oak I'm not really sure what it is but they work behind this tree I stand up here they come let's go so you know I I, I draw back and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting I'm waiting I'm looking and I'm looking I don't, I don't I can't see where they're at you know they're behind this tree well They had worked so far to my left, they actually worked up the hill above me. So, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking, you know, kind of around, you know, the middle of the tree trying to see where they're at. And they're still probably a good 50 yards away. One of them pops right out from underneath the the stump of the tree. So he had worked all the way down that hill. Diagonally, I couldn't see him. Popped out left from the tree. And as soon as he popped out, man, looked up and saw me. Like it was nothing. You know, I'm in full camo. I have, I have, you know, I have everything in place, ready to shoot these 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 animals. And it just, it doesn't happen. Turkey sees me, spots me, takes off. It's over. So I think, you know, I learned a lot from that experience. Just because, you know, when you're white-tail hunting, you could be. Sometimes you get lucky. You can stare a deer right in the face, I don't know what's going on, you know, just kind of the way you're positioning the tree or something, or if you have good cover, you know, they're, they're kind of oblivious with their eye, I don't want to say they're oblivious with their eyesight, but compared to a turkey, they're oblivious with their eyesight, so just remember when you're turkey hunting, to be careful about where you're positioned and how you're doing it, I know a lot of guys like to hunt turkey from the ground in a blind, uh, that's probably the best way, because you have the most cover. Um, I know me and Derek are gonna get out there together this year. Um, the plan is for me and Derek to shoot turkeys together, and then we're gonna talk about the hunt on the podcast here. Um, we might try and self film that hunt. I'm not I'm not entirely sure yet. We'll see how uh, everything works out. But um, turkey hunting too, it's a lot of fun because there's a, there's a million different calls you can use to to call in a turkey, and some people compare it to elk hunting because elk are real vocal and responsive. Whenever you're calling in the rut in uh, in September, turkey are kind of like that too, cause they you know they'll respond in the spring. Um, and if you've never heard uh, turkey gobble uh, close up, I mean it's a it's a pretty exciting thing. So um, I don't know if I'd compare it to elk hunting, uh, but it's definitely exciting and it's a lot of fun and it's really cool too if you're you're kind of East Coast like us and you do. Um Turkey hunting something to look forward to every year. The weather hopefully is nice. you know and you can get out there and, and, uh, and have a good time man. So just be wary of, uh, of turkey eyesight. Um, try to use a blind if you can. Uh, don't be too crazy about um, scent killers and stuff when you're turkey hunting. You know, just just make sure you're you're not in their vision. Uh, but this is episode number four coming to a closure. If you guys have any questions or comments or concerns or whatever you can find me you know on Instagram uh, jkd711 or my yahoo email jkd11.yahoo.com pretty soon I will have a website up and running Um, I've looked into a couple different ones Uh, I'm gonna try and get my hats put on there if you guys are interested a lot of you guys bought some hats Um, but if you're interested in a hat um, definitely DM me because I don't, I don't buy a ton of them, and they go out real quick. Last time they sold out in like 12 hours. So, um, hit me up if you want one. I'll try and set one aside for you. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So, um, just a quick recap. Attitude is everything. Get outside your comfort zone. Be a leader. And. You know, it's a lifestyle change. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Next week, hopefully, I will have a guest on here. I have some lined up. Uh, We're going to make it happen. So, I know I told you I promised I'd have one on episode number four. So, I kind of lied. But anyway, love you guys, man. God bless. Thanks for listening.